Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, all around the world, stay tuned. We are taking over your airways in three, three, two, two, one. Controversial conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo Show. Call him now at 516-666-9806 and it all starts now. It's time to crank it up. Do you enjoy the inventive and enthusiastic audio craziness of the Romeo Show? Is your mind engaged by the brain pounding you get from Scott Hum on rightwingmedia.net radio? If you do like these shows, email us at producers at rightwingmedia.net to send us a message. That's producers at rightwingmedia.net. We're standing by right now to read what you have to say. I'm just an electronic announcer. What else do I have to do? Call him now at 516-666-9806. And ladies and gentlemen, it is time to tick off the liberals and red pill. Hope everyone had a very, very happy turkey day. And I'm happy to be back after Thanksgiving. And good Lord, I need to lose weight after Thanksgiving. But besides Thanksgiving, this might be a Thanksgiving slash early Christmas gift from CEO of Twitter, Jack Darcy, stepping down. Yes, Jack Darcy is stepping down. Why? Probably because, well, you know, Twitter doesn't think he's maybe too liberal enough. I don't know. But we have... The Twitter ex-CEO, Jack Darcy's letter of resignation, and I will read it to you. And before we do that, I would like to give a big shout-out to MudJug.com. For all you dippers that are listening out there, if you are a dipper or know somebody that's a dipper, go to MudJug.com. Get yourself a MudJug right now because... You need to literally go buy one. It is going to save you a heartache from having your wife, your girlfriend, or any of your family members think that spitting in a jug or a little pop can container is disgusting. And it's made by dippers for dippers and made in commie California by conservative people that give to our troops. And God bless our troops. Now let's get into this. Jack Darcy stepping down. I cannot say I am surprised, to be honest. I think that it was due time that Twitter CEO kind of didn't really be liberal enough, and maybe that's why. But here's the letter from Jack Darcy to Twitter. Hello, team. After almost 16 years of having a role in our company, from co-founder to CEO to chair exec to chair to interim CEO to CEO, I decide it's finally time to leave. Why? There's a lot to talk about the importance of company being founder-led, ultimately, I believe, 
that several limiting and single point of failures, I've worked hard to ensure the company can break away from its founding and founders. There are three reasons I believe now that it is the right time. So let's stop there for a sec. This letter could be pretty ambiguous. It can go either way. It could go that possibly he got fired because maybe he was possibly not liberal enough, or maybe Jack decided to step down because at some point he knew that he was going to get in trouble for stopping the free speech on Twitter, which now, surprised enough, there was a little letter leaked that saying people like right-wing media or Alex Jones or any independent news journalists will not be welcomed on there and be immediately canned, if you will. So this right here, ladies and gentlemen, kind of gives you a little sneak preview, if you will, of why this whole entire CEO of Twitter and Instagram and so the Twitter and Instagram feeds are going to go nuts trying to figure out why. So here's the rest of the letter. And keep in mind, there's going to be a lot unsurety right now at this point. We don't know why. But his letter kind of is leading towards a possibility that he might have been fired. But I'll read the rest of the letter and let you guys figure it out. There's a lot of talk and the importance of co-founders, leader, and failure. So what kind of failure was there? That's the thing. Did Jack Darcy fail possibly to silence the right wing, the Republicans, the conservatives, the three the free thinkers? And again, you don't have Democrat or liberal to have free thinking. You could be either or, or a mix in between. But here's where it gets weird. He said there was failure. So I'm thinking that they failed to silence more majority of the right-wing people that are very heavy on tweeting out their opinions about Biden or whatever's going on politically. And Jack failed, so he got removed. So this could be a little insight tale of, I think it might mean he might have gotten fired a little bit. So let's go down. The the first is Paragay becoming our CEO. The board ran a rigorous process considering all options and un- anonymously appointed Pareg. He has been... I guess my choice for some time, given how he deeply, he understands the company and its need, Paradise has been behind every critical decision that helped turn this company around. It's curious, probing, rational, creative, demanding, self-aware, and humble, and leads with heart and soul. 
and is someone I learn from daily. My trust in him as our CEO is bone deep. So Jack Darcy now is saying he trusts this new guy to do what Jack Darcy couldn't do. So it sounds like maybe Jack Darcy, sorry to say, is kissing up a little bit maybe. I don't know. It it sounds like, you know, that would be something that somebody would say when they know that they're being removed because they suck at their job. But that's okay, kissing up. I mean, Jack Darcy has kissed up to a lot of the liberal media since, you know, Twitter started. Let's be honest. Daily Mail UK says uh, Dorsey denies he was forced out. Do we believe that? Maybe not. But it sounds possible. So the second is Brett Taylor agreeing to become our board chair. I asked Brett to join our board when I became CEO, and he's been excellent in every way. He is understanding and an internship taking risk. Companions at massive scale technology products, and he's an engineer all the time, and all of the things um, that board and the company deserves right now have Brett in this leadership role. Give me a lot of confidence in the strength of our board going forward. You have no idea how happy this makes me. Um, okay, reports now are saying that. Because Jack Darcy stepped down, Twitter might end up tanking in stocks a little or quite a bit. Now, because of him stepping down, the is going to be very heavy. So he's basically kissing up. On If you guys want to read this, go to rightwingmedia.net. Read the full, whole entire spiel. I'm not going to read it all, but... Let's get to the last part. Um, We will have all-hands meeting tomorrow at 9.05, specific to discuss it all. Until then, thank you all the uh, opportunists to build the trust and Pagan and yourself. I love you all, Jack. P.S. I'm tweeting this email. My one wish to Twitter incorporates to be the most transparent company in the world, hi, mom. Wow, this doesn't sound like a resonation. This sounds more kind of a, uh, like a, I guess you would say, a high school graduation speech, maybe. Anyway, so enough with that. But speaking of uh, authorities and high CEOs, we want to acknowledge the FBI as we understand that they are doing a lot for trying to find the radical left groups that supposedly were part of, all of them were that were part of the January 6th insurrection. And if you go on Instagram, FBI Most Wanted, you could look on there. Got one in particular that we kind of really want to mention. Um, if you go on to the Instagram FBI Most Wanted, you'll find on the bottom 
we're going to refer to photo uh, 227. FBI, we might have an idea of who's behind it. So we would like to give the FBI our tip and let them know that the supposed group that was in the insurrection addressed like their Antifa members kind of gives away a dead giveaway to what might be the group that actually did the January 6th insurrection. But jumping backwards, I've got to mention this. By the way, Dorsey's letter of resignation has been widely distributed in the media, so we knew you would want us to discuss it. In fact, Tim Fool is discussing this one on his video, and you can find this video and much, much more on rightwindmedia.net. Oh, and Twitter stocks fell over 7% today. That is considered a lot. That is considered a lot. We will be right back after this brief message. You are listening to The Romeo Show on Weird Radio Network. They said method help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They lied. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the Internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, according to StopBullying.org, incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction. While there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person, or persons, who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, times, and even the ISP addresses of those involved, and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have, and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported, you have the power before you even click for help. 
Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. You're listening to The Romeo Show. Give us a call at 516-666-9806. And now, Romeo. And we are back with The Romeo Show. But during the break, I wanted to let you guys know, so if all of you guys are curious to want to read the Jack Darcy letter and much, much more about the whole Jack Darcy in Twitter shenanigans and the step down, go to rightwindmedia.net and take a look at that. And thank you, Scott, for posting that. But now going back to the FBI case, here's where we allegedly see why the protesters that were the ones storming the Capitol, we allegedly believe that they are possibly Antifa. And it's the way they dress, the alleged way of how not only they dress, but, you know, how they act. And we know their actions are not very kind, but... Here at Right Wing Media, if we can do anything and everything possible to help, we do our best. So for anyone that wants to know more information about the pictures, photos, and the alleged protesters that are possibly Antifa members, go to rightwingmedia.net, the FBI page of the most wanted on there and you will find photos pictures of the protesters and if you have any tips or any possible leads let the fbi know and please try to help them figure it out because at rightwingmedia.net we don't condone violence we don't condone burning looting murdering so we would like these kind of people off the streets and make the streets a little bit safer for folks, you know. But that being said, we understand that a lot of people are going to be confused with people thinking, well, it's the Republicans, and it wasn't just only the Democrats, but also Republicans. Yes, you could say that, but I've said this also if you haven't checked out my YouTube, go to Romeo Hill on YouTube and look up where I talk about it because I talk about how I mentioned that possibly Antifa members might start dressing up like Trump supporters, trying to make everyone confused and put more stress and show the true colors of what those supposed Antifa members do. So we want to make sure that the attention is known, that we know that allegedly there are Antifa activity in other countries that we're not sure of, but we know that they are out there and we want them to be stopped because these kind of actions, we don't condone these 
kind of pity party selfish acts of hate towards American citizens or America at all. So if you have any knowledge or any tips for the FBI, please do feel free to definitely give the FBI a jingle or a email and let them know if you have any any tips on those protesters because these kind of people don't deserve to be out in the streets. They're endangerment to a lot of people. And I think I could speak probably for a lot of America. We are very tired of their antics and shenanigans and their disobedience and their unlawfulness acts. But that's okay. We see and we know the FBI and the police are trying their best. But that being said, Joe Biden had a meeting yesterday with the CEO. Boy, let me tell you, it was a sheep show. Joe Biden sitting there wearing his mask at a meeting with CEO companies. That's terrible. But speaking of crusty Rusty, I mean, just particle biting. Judge blocks Biden mandate for healthcare workers in ten states. That is sad. That is very sad. So here, if you want to look up, go to Fox News. But here's a little bit of the article: A federal court halted President Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for healthcare workers in ten states. The scale falls clearly in favor of healthcare facilities operating with some unvaccinated employees, staff, trainees, students, volunteers, and contractors, rather than that swift, aerometable impact of requiring healthcare facilities to choose between two undesirable choices, providing substandard care providing no health care at all or providing no health care at all, right? U.S. District Judge Matthew uh, Scout in 32-page order Monday. So substandard. So now, basically, the government is telling us and just admitted that, well, you either take a subpar or a not well done or orchestrated vaccine that possibly we don't know whether it could or could not have bad health care benefits or bad side effects with it. But if you don't do that, then you don't get a job. See, this is what Joe Biden is telling us to do. So you're you're telling me that we are either required to take a vaccine that we, again, don't know whether it would do anything at all or not do anything at all. And that's just sad. And also at rightwindmedia.net is reporting right now that OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Organization, in fact, had on this issue of job-related COVID mandates because of this court case. This is big. But let's go back to the article. The 10 states impacted by the rulings are those 
that sued the Biden administration over the ruling Alaska, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, New Hampshire, South Dakota, South North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Biden's November 5th order appealed to healthcare workers and hospitals that received federal funding through Medicaid and Medicare with Biden arguing that the rule was needed to help slow the spread of COVID-19 among the nation healthcare workers. But Scope ruled the order likely exceeding Biden's authority given the 10 states a temporary victory and as the case continues to wind its way through the system. Administration, not organization. Alaska is very independent as it is, Wyoming. Hmm. I wonder, I wonder, is it this scalp guy doing this because he's suspicious about the vaccine? Or is it because there is possible factual information that could be out there doctors were just humble pure journalist organic journalist but again we're not lawyers or doctors but could it be because maybe there's a little possible truth in the thing hasn't it i don't know congress did not clearly authorize cms to enact this political and economically vastly federalism altering and boundary pushing mandate which Supreme Court's proceeding require scope wrote. In the ten states or the ten states sued the administration shortly after the order was issued, arguing it's enroached in on state rights and would worsen healthcare workers shortages. So We've noticed if you guys have paid any attention or maybe not at all, but there are some YouTube videos out there. If you look up YouTuber uh, healthcare workers or cops quitting because of COVID mandations, you will see that there's a large amount of people stepping down because of the mandation. So this shows right there that there might be possible truth in what we've said before about what the COVID-19 vets is or is doing to people. And Biden knows exactly what is being done. He knows the healthcare workers are going to quit because if a healthcare worker or any employee has their religious or their political viewpoints of going against it, they're not going to take it. So that's wrong. By the way, I want to welcome our listeners. And if you hear something you want to comment on, press one on your phone, keypad. With that said, let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Weird Radio Network. I'm your host, Romeo. And we will be right back after this brief message. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. 
keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lever. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because there's a down-to-earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks on to its distress signal. And relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. Everyone knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft, originally designed for the Apollo missions, has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump, developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines, has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. Listening to the Romeo Hill Show. Give us a call at 516-666-9806. And now, Romeo. Welcome back to the Romeo Show. If you would like to join the call, call in at 516-666-9806. We have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. How are you doing? All right. Hey, Nathaniel. How are you doing? I've been doing all right. So what do you think about this Jack Darcy stepping down and this whole 50 states kind of going against the Biden vaccine mandation? Do you think that maybe all of the states should go after them? No, I think it's the smart thing to do is go against the vaccine because here we are with another variant. So you agree that the vaccine should be taken, am I correct or wrong? No, I don't agree with it. So you agree that what do you think that at some point it might be plausible that maybe all 50 states and excuse me, I got it wrong, only 10 states out of 50 took the course of action. Do you think at some point in time that maybe the 50 rest of the 50 states will take action 
against this mandate? No, I don't, because where I live at, even in a 30 or 40 mile radiance, even at the top of the COVID peak, only one place can I think of that even required you to have on a mask when you went in there, and that wasn't even a national chain store. That was just a store owned by two local people. Oh, and did you hear Dr. Fauci came under fire again this week? Old question. Do you think Fauci has some part in creating the COVID or funding? Yeah, I absolutely do. What do you – here's a better one. How? He gave money to fund it. But don't we owe China $1.8 trillion? So True. how how are we able to afford or be able to help the Wuhan lab if possibly Fauci again – we are saying 100% sure because we're not doctors or lawyers or – judges or juries, but do you, how do you think that it is possible that Biden could have got that money to be able, instead of just paying China off to leave us alone, Why do you, what do you think the benefits of him helping China would be? Well, first of all, I think it goes back to this, population control. I think there's already a vaccine out there before the vaccine they released to the public. And better question, why didn't Biden stop Search. Yeah, that's true too. I know, and the reason why I said I think there's been a vaccine out there, but it wasn't released to the general public. My dad, he was in the Iraqi war, and he was around seven or eight different people that had it. Oh my, and I'm sorry about that. Did your dad end up getting it? or No, no he didn't end up getting it. And him, his self well, even said it makes you wonder what they put in you as far as vaccines and shots when you were in the military. But if I'm correct, research shows that vets got a lot of vaccines when active. So how can they get COVID if they were vaccinated? When active. That's, that's true, too. So I've even heard of people dying from COVID even being vaccinated. So do you, do you think that they might have been aware of this a decade or two ago? Yeah, possibly, very possibly. So you, so you agree that it is possible? Yeah, and you can look it up on YouTube. People are worshiping Dr. Fushi. Some people are now like he's God. I know that puts you behind the eight ball, but we're curious. Funny mingling of his name, by the way. I, I like how you mangled his name. That was very funny. So I've got a speech impediment anyway. Uh, no, it was good. I like that. But um sounds like feces, not Fiji. That was good. But now Jack Dorsey's stepping down. So this right here with Biden now trying to do all of this vaccine mandation and now that Twitter's kind of stopping 
free speech, I have a suspicion, agree, tell me if you agree or disagree, but that anybody on Twitter who tries to disagree with it now will be silenced? Do you, do you trust Twitter any less now, Nate? Yeah, I ain't never been on Twitter, so I really don't know much about Twitter, but I can say this. I done a 20-minute video on YouTube myself about Trump, Biden, Harris, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and uh, the coronavirus. wasn't even 10 minutes later got a strike. Yeah, we do a lot of videos too, Nate. And, you know, when you said that you got striked, that doesn't sound very surprising, being that if you use copyright footage... They would strike you. So if you didn't do that, then that definitely puts in interest that YouTube, Twitter, and the liberal media industrial complex are doing more censoring. What was the strike for? Community standards? uh, What it said was community standards slash fake news. Fake news. Interesting. What what was fake news about that? If about that post, my uh, the COVID, and about how they stole the election from Trump, and some of it was even my opinion. Is you know how they was you know how Waterbug was also talking about it. Yeah, specifically stole the election. That's what they're using. <clears throat> That's what I said about how Biden stole the election, and then I also said what. Waterbug said about if you don't take the vaccine, they're talking about finally getting it where you can't even buy groceries. And how I tell, not even tell my opinion about that. So we have to be careful about how we phrase things all the time now. Is that what yeah, you're trying to say? That's very interesting because are you afraid? I I would be a little bit afraid with this going on. Aren't you? Well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid on several hands right now. I'm afraid I'm this is going to lead into us being a dictatorship or civil war or at least a rebellion or civil rebellion. Well, I mean, we have personal opinions, parody, satire, is anything safe? And another thing I wonder, you take parody artists like Outlaw, too. Well, um, but here's the, here's the thing, though, Nate. I mean, we have personal opinions like parody, satire. Do you think anything's safe? Do we have to credential everything? I think eventually it could get like that, honest, where they could basically take anything they wanted from you as far as freedoms. And, you know, they're already trying, but, geez, Scott will love – I think Scott would really love that. Sounds like something that he would really enjoy. That is sarcastic comedy, by the way, for you guys. But, no, I think that a lot of Republicans and a lot of right-wing journalists have pointed out that this is exactly what Twitter, Instagram, and all the liberal media industrial complex are going to do. They're going to continue to silence the majority of anybody that's a naysayer because they disagree with it. And I could think of another reason why they shouldn't require 
a vaccine in the but, healthcare field. But 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 Nate, talk about hypocrite being hypocrite, hey? Doesn't that yeah. kind of make you feel like you're a hypocrite a little? Yeah, a little. But, but what were you going to say, though? I've seen things that I thought I never would see happen. Well, I, I'm wondering because, you know, with the way Biden's health has been very seemingly declining a little, I'm wondering, does Biden really think he's doing any good for the American people? Or is he just well, possibly trying to do what's in his best interest? That's what I'm thinking because, see, I sent you a video on Facebook where Terry K. Williams showed a clip of him, and it's where he ain't got on a face mask himself. So could Biden have COVID, hidden COVID? Either that or I'm wondering if his mind's so far gone he don't even know what he's doing now, period, at all. Well... I, you know, at Right Wing Media, we do allow and love our First Amendment. So I will take this opportunity to speak on my behalf. Biting is nothing but a dust particle, just like a dust bunny. That's almost like the Energizer bunny that just keeps on going poof with his mind. My mind's going blank and now. Yes, uh, 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 of course. You know, the the thing, the hairy legs. Wouldn't you be scared scared having a president that's got the mind of a dust particle? I'd be very scared. So you, you know, how Biden really doesn't seem to take the best interest in American people. But, you know, this comes in again to where... I think Trump was way better at, at than the dust particle. But here's another big thing that I've also kind of – people have brought to my attention that Biden isn't really in office. It could supposedly be Obama again running for his third term. Remember when Obama – that. We say this frequently, but, you know – it, it, it's the best particle that's really not there. He's just trying President to be relevant. Yes, Biden is trying to be relevant. And again, Biden did stand behind Obama during Obama's administration. And like you said, Nate, Obama did say that he was going to try to run for third term. This must not surprise you, huh? Nope. I would say you, something you on don't. here, but I'd rather say it to you on YouTube what I want to say because I don't want to get y'all in, in trouble with the, the radio or stuff like that. Oh, great. Shaniqua. Yes, Shaniqua. We we have to figure out what that is. Well, of course, I mean... I kind of figured Shinikwa was a liberal at some degree, but okay. But no, I think that it is no surprise. And it's, um, you know, Joe Biden also in New York Post says that Joe Biden was involved in a deal with a Chinese giant and was expecting a 10% cut. And that was just said by the New York Post one day ago. 
What kind of cut were they talking about? And that's what I'm wondering. Look at the Chinese communists. Hunter Biden, and here's the article. Go to the New York Post or type in Joe Biden. Look in the New York Post. Hunter Biden and his uncle Jim were already waiting for Tony Babalusti in the lobby bar of the Beverly Hilton's when he arrived at 10 p.m. May 2nd, 2017. The Bidens have chosen a discreet couch behind a thick marble column where they could see everyone who walked in the front entrance, Joe Biden, who had left the vice president's office a little more than three months ago before was flying into Los Angeles to speak at a prestigious Milken Institution Global Conference and would be joined joining them at the bar within the hour. So it sounds like, Scott, get this on rightwingmedia.net, please. It, to me, sounds like there's a little, almost like Bilderberg kind of meeting going on, doesn't it? That's what I would think to think. But, you know, also what's funny is that conflict of interest on a global scale, that doesn't sound right. That, that to me, sounds like a big, fat conflict of interest. And then there's a picture here of Joe Biden attending the state dinner from, for South Korea in October 2011. And there's a picture of some girl holding his uh, shoulder. But let's get back to 10% from the international deal with China. But we we already kind of had an idea that China Biden was part of the Chinese government, but this definitely kind of makes it sound more like a confirmation that it is true. Does this surprise you, Nathaniel? No, and I think it's I think it's something bigger than we could ever imagine. You think so? Yeah, especially from what my grandpa's first cousin ninety eight. Well but what what really makes it funny is that Joe Dust Particle Biden doesn't have any idea about politics. So here's the here's where my problem comes in. If and there has been also spreaded rumors, supposed rumors that not even Kamala likes Biden anymore. Gee, I mean, that sounds like Biden's got a lot of enemies right now, more than friends. Well, that That's brings very into another thing. Could Obama get a fourth term? Maybe. But, again... They see, Caleb, they see Kamala Harris and Michelle Obama was thinking about running. And that would be terrible having two women well I mean I don't know what considering Michelle or Michael Obama wants to be called but there's been rumors also that Michael or Michelle Obama is a dude so it would wouldn't that possibly mean that if Michelle Obama ran for president and she he or well you know the uh, whatever it likes to be called, do you think that that would be probably very interesting to have the first transgender president in office? 
Well, I think it'd be quite interesting on two hands. Be the first time and, that somebody's and, partner too was in the White House, and that their husband and was the president too. And not only that, Nathaniel, but also she would be the first black possible trans female president, the first colored trans female president. That's true too. My if my figures are correct and if that happened I'm wondering do you think because knowing how the Democrats right now are not really on board with a lot of their constituents and their political standpoints that maybe possibly they might not agree with it but uh, we have to note that we are joking, but there is always the possibility of truth. You never know. L O L, I guess. I mean, there's the know. better question. After midterms next year in 2024, will there even be a Democrat in Washington, D.C. anymore? You know, you brought up a good point, Nathaniel, and I have to agree that I don't think that the Democrat Party will have much to stand on after this year because look at the way that the Democrats have been dropping out of their own party. They are paying attention. Huh? True, and Virginia was even switched back to a Republican state. Exactly, with um, um, Youngkin. Yeah, with Youngkin as mayor, but not just because the Republicans are taking somewhat part of the state slowly back little by little, but after all the damage that, you know, Biden has supposedly been doing to the whole United States, I don't think any Democratic in their right mind would ever forget about the damage that has been done they probably wouldn't even want to try to vote democrat because of that being done and that have has been done it kind of makes you wonder do you think the democrats are going to you know possibly not have any chance anymore like for example yeah but Here's something else. Jimmy Kimmel joked in his monologue the other night that some conservatives think the Democrats made COVID. Then he turned around and joked, do you think the Democrats can even work together or something like that? Do you ever – do you watch MTV? Uh, no. There's a night show host on there called Trevor Noah, and he's from another country that moved over here, like over in Africa, and he even said it himself. He said the Republicans will be back in 2024 and bigger than they ever have been. A clever guy, clever guy. But you do also know that Trevor Noah has also thrown shades at Republicans, like yeah, especially I know Trump. Because in that same comment, he throwed some more shade because he said, once that happens, he said, I'm moving. Well, that's the same thing Rosie O'Donnell said. Most when the election 
and the primaries were happening, the a lot of the Democrats like Rosie O'Donnell, well, I would love to call her Miss Piggy, but that would be very insulting to her, her and people like her. But, you know, the liberal like Rosie O'Donnell and all the big famous stars said, well, if Trump wins, we're moving. And what happened when Trump won? They didn't move. Uh But, you know, it's really funny because uh, I just got to say this to anyone that when the Republicans win, see ya, don't want to be it, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Exactly, and I'll tell you this, once our party gains back more power again, this crime rate and killing spree that's been happening in America, that's been breaking records, it'll go back down. Well, we would hope so, but do you think that there's any possibility that maybe a lot of the Democrats might actually try to move, or do you think they'll stay and wake up? I think they'll stay. Because if it's wins, Trump, he'll try to tax the top 1% of the Democrats that move somehow. Before they even move, he'll, and, try to in, he'll try to throw a tax on them for moving. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about with the FBI, was that people like Antifa and them are doing what they supposedly are doing. And according to Fox News, you know, they have been really active in the last few days since up to the Kyle Rittenhouse being acquitted for zero charges due to the possible, uh, I guess you would say, doxing from a BLM member like George Floyd's nephew and the judge being threatened the jury being threatened to be doxxed, even, heck, even the judge was smart enough to throw CNN and MSNBC out of the courthouse. That was pretty smart. I don't think you could get any smart of a judge. But according to Fox News, police unions blame ACLU for a rash of recent smash-and-grab robberies voters were lied to. That makes a lot of sense. That has to make a lot of sense because when you think about it, the majority of the Democrats, what have they been doing, Nathaniel? They've been going Republican, right? Uh-huh. So here, here's what I, I want to – especially with that being said, I want to ask you, do you think that – if it, anything at all, when at all do you think that the government will start putting their big boy pants on and possibly making Antifa and BLM take responsibility for what they've done? My mind's what going blank now. What I think was the Republicans are back in control because Biden, they don't want to go after anybody, I don't think. And And especially with what you said, I agree. But, you know, there's another concerning note here that I'm just reading now. There's alleged rumors that President, well, I guess we'll just call him Dust Particle Biden, 
it might run in 2024. I don't think that there is any chance that Biden is going to take a win again. No, he won't. You want to? You want to put? You want to make a gentleman's bet and and put on wages here that there is no way that he will be ever voted back in? Well, I don't money, but I'll make you a bet of another time. Okay. I I will bet you that he will make it due to a few factors here that before we go on break, I have to mention one being that when the Democrats are now noticing a little bit more intently on what Joe Biden is doing by how he's destroying America, how he's doing a lot of tyranny, alleged tyranny acts by doing all these things that don't really go hand-to-hand with the Constitution. It's unconstitutional, if you will. Don't think anybody would actually vote for somebody who does alleged tyranny acts to ever run again or or at all. I don't think they would either. Unless they went to the middle of the end and let all people there have a vote. Well... I'm glad you joined us, Nathaniel, and please stick around. Will you come back? Because our assistant, Shaniqua, is really getting impatient and says we we can do a break because we have another caller from Area Code. And um, we I want to hear what everyone has to say on this. So okay. you are listening to The Romeo Show. Call in at 516-666. Ooh, that's scary. 9806. We will be, well, you know, the the thing, the hairy legs. We'll be right, build back butter in a moment. Call in now at 516-666-9806. Do you enjoy the inventive and enthusiastic audio craziness of The Romeo Show? Is your mind engaged by the brain pounding you get from Scott Hum on rightwingmedia.net radio? If you do like these shows, email us at producers at rightwingmedia.net to send us a message. That's producers at rightwingmedia.net. We're standing by right now to read what you have to say. I'm just an electronic announcer. What else do I have to do? And we are back on rightwingmedia.net. I'm your host, Romeo. Thank you for joining. And everyone that called in today, thank you for joining the conversation. We have a caller, 503. How are you doing, 503? I'm doing good. How are you? And I recognize your voice. Hello, Juliet. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good. So with what Mark Zuckerberg stepping down and now more, I guess you would call it, rights of First Amendment being violated, I think we have to really take a good look at this kind of making sense. This was predictable. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I agree with I agree with you. But r- real quick. Uh, we have our, oh my gosh, our Monday host, the magical, the beautiful, Josh Lefto on the line too. Josh, I want to get you in this call too. What right. the heck? 
Do you here we have Jack Darcy stepping down and leaving a very ambiguous letter that kind of seems to be not leading towards any reason, but it almost sounds so objective that we know what's going on. What do you think that this is possibly because the president and all of the other people behind him didn't think he was liberal enough? And I mean subjective. Sorry. You know, so I'm happy you brought that up because I was watching a video earlier today about uh, the whole Twitter thing. Twitter was originally designed for full-blown free speech. Not this, oh, yes. well, he said something we didn't like, so you're banned. So that's probably why he's stepping down. Seeing his creation turn from something that was beautiful to just pure ugly. So I'm not surprised he's stepping down, honestly. And I, I can't blame him. If I was in his same shoes, I would probably do the same thing. So you you can't be mad at him, but it, it it's kind of sad that this is happening, honestly. Well, but don't you think, I mean, sorry to say, but do you think this might be kind of... Um, a little foreseen or possibly done because he was possibly not liberal enough? Well, yeah, and that's one of the reasons why it's sad is Twitter was, like I said, originally designed for full-blown free speech. And he's stepping down because his creation went from something that's, you know, true-blown American to, hey, you want to be a tyrant? I think so could have been foreseen, but well, the whole Twitter thing, I mean, you, you couldn't really typically foresee something like that. But, you know, with the way Twitter's gone, I kind of afford, uh, foreseen him stepping down anyway. So That's kind of what we thought. But let's go back. You said a print. Now, on the rightwingmedia.net, we, we have to – remind you guys that we don't know whether they are 100% officially considered tyrants, but they are alleged tyrants because, you know, they, the police and the government still have Antifa and BLM protected by all means as peaceful protesters as they claim to be allegedly peaceful which, you know, sarcasm alert. We know that's not really how some of us here at Right Wing Media feel. But sounds frustrating, Josh, or is this almost obvious? You know, it, it, it gets a little difficult. We know this. Um, but it it's actually, I, I find this kind of a, annoying that someone like this would step down instead of saying, hey, no, this is what we're going to do. Y'all need to stop this right now, type thing, you know? Uh, what, what's going on currently in the world is absolutely... What's going on right now is absolutely absurd, if you ask me. You have all these people going, Oh, look, we're peaceful. We're doing it for the right thing. But yet, they destroy stuff. Um... You know, allegedly, it's one of the things they, when they are allegedly they are peaceful. We 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 have to yeah, alleged, mind, alleged yeah, of we course. Have, 
it's to remind people that not every protest is unpeaceful. There are a difference according to the Constitution. There is a difference between yeah. Well, there's riots and, and actual riots. protests. Yes. If you're so, if you're literally well, if you're just going, if you're mad and you're destroying privately owned businesses, that's a riot. I, if anything, the way I look at it is if you got a problem with someone, you know, if you got a problem with the government building, you know, go after that. But don't go after privately owned businesses. Don't even go after Target. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a big fan of Target personally. But don't destroy other businesses because they typically have had nothing to do with how you feel. That's the way I look at it. And not everyone feels the same way, but... I mean, if I'm mad at someone, I'm not going to go after their friends. I'm not going to go after people they just know. No, I'm going to go towards them because I have a problem with them. And that's the problem is people think there's a lot there's a lot of this mindset of, well, let's just destroy everything around because that's going to get our message across. No, that just actually really pisses people off. And they don't want well, anything to do be, with you. But, Judge, that would be kind of wrong. Or, I guess we could use the word stupid, but these people are not... I don't like to use the word stupid, but, I mean, these people are a yo-yo. They're like dust particle biting, if you will. They have no brains. They don't think rationally or logically and we already know that but they are three yeah they have the mindset of uh, a three-year-old you know actually i'm happy you brought that up uh i believe i sent you a video um either you i i'm pretty i know i sent it to someone but there's a video out there about who's really behind antifa and blm and Turns out they're actually working together. There's even a lady trying to, you know, get people out. Okay, gonna bring this up. Well, and this is interesting. And Josh, real quick, you, you're gonna like go this on, too. Please, yeah, go ahead. All that, Josh. Before you go, please do uh, me a favor. As your me being your producer, can you please send it to Scott to make my producer do some work for a change at least? He's been a little bit lazy yeah. behind the desk for the last few days, Shaniqua's been telling me. All right. And Shaniqua's been telling me he needs to start gaining some work credibility around the office. That would be much appreciated. Right. But go ahead, uh, Josh, please. So, go on. if anyone's heard uh, about what happened with the whole Christmas parade in Wisconsin, the guy who drove yes. through the crowd... Well, word has it, he's an avid BLM supporter. So the tragedy happened he, from he's a, a huge a BLM. Yep. And so here's tragedy. where it gets really funny. Okay. Yep. It was a, B, uh, a BLM supporter. But uh, these leftists, they, they set up a GoFundMe for him. And that one was taken down after a bunch of backlash. Well, then there was another one put up, and but it wasn't about, with his name. 
But the weird part about it was it was set for the same amount his bond is, which, if you didn't know, is $5 million. So, well, I, I, I just want to point that out that because it, it just shows that these people don't know peace. Yeah, and too bad it wasn't on Twitter, right? I mean, uh, yeah. you were saying he's supposedly BLM. Wouldn't you think BLM would be tweeting this stuff a little bit? Or promoted at least? Well, they kind of... Well, see, okay, here's what BLM does, okay? They don't push what they truly do out. They they push this false narrative of, look, see, we're peaceful. We're doing it for the right thing. We're doing this. We're doing that. Well, I hate to break it to you, but a lot of people are starting to wake up and see what's going on. If you're gonna sit there and start being violent after towards these people, you're you're gonna run into this huge problem of you're gonna start getting a lack of support. That's why you see them not really saying, "Hey, this guy who went through this whole Christmas parade was one of our people." You're not gonna see that. You're gonna see him totally say, "Oh, he's not part of us. He's he he's just some crazy lunatic. He's." Uh, he, he's not uh, just going on like that. And, and when they speak about it, it makes no sense because it's just jibber jabber. Because they're trying to cover their own butt. Because that's what they they don't speak the truth. They speak lies. Hitler did the same thing. Uh, so did a lot of other um communist leaders, socialist leaders, all, all those Hitlers. Stalin, Fidel Castro, and the list goes on for so long, but they've all done the same thing. Lie about the truth to make you feel better about yourself. Well, and speaking of lying, uh, there's a report on the Hill, and Scott, please do some work at least and put this on here too. Cohen says Trump will lose if he runs in 2024. Former Trump attorney Michael Cohen said on Sunday that former President Trump will lose if he runs for re-election in the White House in 2024 during an interview on NBC. Meet the press. Cohen has become a fiery critic of the former president referred to Trump's efforts to win political donations and claiming that Trump was talking about running again to keep the grift growing and to keep the grit going. So, there, from what you said about lying, it sounds like there might be another tactic to try to rig the election again. Well, I'm not sure what if you heard, but apparently there's also a new strain out, too. So, this happens and every year. Like Mike's been drinking. Well, every election and, year. Oh, yeah. And it also sounds been drinking sour some sour grapes too, eh? Because it sounds like a lot of people are very gay. Sorry. I I do that sometimes. But look at how Trump did with everything. He dealt with Antifa. He stopped. Yes, I'm turning momentarily Canadian, I guess. Because speaking of Trump, when Trump was in office and he made meetings with Justin Trudeau, they kind of, I guess, possibly came to a deal, a conclusion of what they need to do for each other. 
And now the Democrats are deciding that, well, we don't like Trump's ideas as much. And Trudeau, perceived as weak anyway, being that he is, Trump was kind of almost, I guess you would call it more alpha male, almost joke, almost a joke there, more than Trudeau, is more alpha male than Trudeau. So there is no way that I don't think Trump would not lose unless they tried to cheat. Yeah, it's what would just, you say? They're, they're gonna. This is what they do all the time. This, this is a common problem within uh, the current pol- political uh, turmoil. Is people are willing to cheat to stay in power, and this is. I mean, it's happened all the time. Um, it's still going on today. So what happens when people get power hungry? So yeah, they're gonna cheat. They did it before. That's how. How do you think we got our alleged President Biden? There's plenty, and I mean plenty of evidence coming out that it was a, that there was cheating. So I mean, it, it's just like okay, so people were right. Uh, apparently, from what I heard, there's going to be a lot of Democrats not running. Uh, I believe eight are not going to run again for office and see that's because they're losing so much support because people are waking up and that's what's going to happen more and more people will start waking up you're going to have a lot of lack of support and that is true i do appreciate you joining the call thank you before our minutes run up here we're almost out of time i want to hear my producer who i'm hoping that he's awake and hasn't fallen asleep, like biting on the global meeting. Hope he's awake, but Scott, well, you what know do you the think thing. about this? Yes, I know the thing. This sounds like an episode of, uh, of Friends or Frasier or something like that. Oh, the thing. Uh, it's the nanny. Oh, that's the nanny. Oh, uh, that's scary. Well, I think uh, Biden is out of the White House. I think he would need a nanny and probably some warm soy milk and unicorn cupcakes. Maybe to put him, to help him sleep nighty night better. Oh, my God. I've taught you guys too well. Hey, uh, there is a poll going on at rightwingmedia.net. Here's a shameless plug. Uh, And it's based on some talk that's going around the Internet, but it's not official yet. Who do you think Kyle Rittenhouse might sue for alleged acts of defamation against him? And you can actually take this poll. uh, Everyone. Everyone, yeah. It's at rightwingmedia.net. Uh, plus all the uh, stories that uh, we've been talking about here um, on the Romeo Show. Yes, and you know what's funny? Hey, before is we, uh, bef- uh, I was going to say real quick, the uh, the person who drove through the crowd, his name is Darnell Brooks, and then mm-hmm. that new GoFundMe is Milwaukee Black Lives Matter. 
And then mm. the lady who hmm. uh, who's been a huge supporter of BLM and has actually been seen renting a U-Haul truck and bringing it to a, pro- a protest with BLM and Antifa and handing out weapons, all the stuff. Her name is Holly Zoller. She's uh, a bail, dis- bail distributor from Louisville, Kentucky. The reason this is important for, for what I've said is because she's been taking part in trying to get that man who drove through that crowd in Wisconsin out of jail. I just wanted to go ahead and say that real quick uh, before the show ended so that way people have that information. Uh, please don't dox anyone and go after them. Well, is okay. this only, uh, there, there doesn't need to be any threats or anything. Is she a, uh, has she gone on record publicly stating this? Because until she, until she does, she's, so, you know, we have to preface it by saying allegedly, you know, or at least it seems that, you know. Her name is act. Her name is actually on the GoFundMe's. Oh, well, that makes it so, uh, makes her a partial, yeah. uh, a, a limited purpose public figure. Interesting, Holly. We, I, we wanted, I sent you the uh, the video. Of yeah, Scott, I sent which you the is, video of it going over that, now, and in there it includes yeah. screenshots, so you, you can tell right wing media. Yeah, it's up there now. And, you know, with Sorry. that being said, I think that it's very interesting that we've noticed a lot of BLM paying attention and starting to get a little more active again, but they were quiet. Don't you think that's a little suspicious, guys? No, of course not. I mean, that's one of their big tactics for anyone in the left is to shut up when they have nothing left PR-wise to stand on. And it's like uh, until this last weekend when he announced the uh, Omicron variant, Fauci was being quiet, which, uh, you know, my least favorite uh, public doctor, uh, you know, I was pleased that he wasn't around for a while. If you you can even call him a doctor. Yeah. Uh, public quack, I guess, would be another jo- term we could use in joke. Uh, using, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, satire, parody, etc. Uh, uh, let's see, fair comment. Oh, do we even, uh, Romeo, do we as journalists even have fair comment even more if, if we all become Twitterized? <laughs> well, and it makes more sense that if this is more of an attention-seeking, I guess you could say, tactic, then BLM, your attention has been noticed highly and alive. But what attention they want, well, that can be really up for interpretation, but we already know what they're known well attentions have been used. But um, I want to thank everyone for listening to rightwingmedia.net, the Romeo show. Tomorrow will be the weird radio network with 
well, my producer and Shanene, the dust particles, oily girlfriend of a AI tomorrow with the Scott Hump rightwingmedia.net. I'm your host, Romeo. Shameless plug. And I, uh, mm-hmm. Just a quick Go shameless ahead. plug. Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. I should be on then. Uh, sorry about yesterday. Uh, I was totally out from work. Work ha- had me physically drained. So, and then my Instagram, uh, grizzly underscore 22 for life. You can find uh, right on rightwingmedia.net. Uh, you can hit my little subdomain, my picture, and find that there. Just want to go ahead and do a quick shameless plug. All yeah, right. Well, and Scott, would you like to shamelessly plug your... Uh, I think you guys have plugged everything. Monday nights, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific time, is indeed the Josh Lipto show, the Magic Lipto. Uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays, the Romeo show. And Wednesdays, the... Uh, incredible. No, it's not. It's just snarky as hell. The Scott Home Show, otherwise known as, uh, I was going to say blogged. No. The uh, rightwingmedia.net radio. Have to lean into the mic to do that one. But uh, that's that special effect mm-hmm. live. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. But uh, love you guys. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> snarky humor there, of course. Love you too, Scott. We will of see course. you next time on the Romeo Show. Take care and God bless. Hello, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen. All around the world. Stay tuned. We are taking over your airwaves. In three, three two, two, one. one. one.